And welcome to Review That Review. We are the podcast that is dedicated to reviewing reviews. That is Chelsea Dawn. That is Trey Gerald. And together we are the Review Queens. Trey, would you like to lodge a complaint? Oh, yes, Diva. Okay. I really need to lodge a complaint against people who are going through a stopwalk. What? A crosswalk. Crosswalk. Okay. Yes. People who choose to cross at a stop crosswalk. (laughs) Why can't I say this word? (laughs) (laughs) All right. People who choose willy-nilly to just leisurely walk through a crosswalk without any speed behind their butt, especially when they choose to start crossing the crosswalk when it's blinking down like three, two, (laughs) one, and then the red hand shows up and they just still are like, la, 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 la. Like, (laughs) I don't understand. Like, I don't understand people that have no sense of urgency, period. But I really do not understand a lack of awareness that the light has turned green and this whole row of mechanical devices that could literally murder you. you. Yeah. And you just decide, "Mm, I'm just going to be really, really slow. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Nothing takes me from zero to 100 (laughs) faster than that shit. Especially if I see someone being like, oh, the light's about to change. So they run to the crosswalk and then the middle as soon as they get to the middle of the street, they just stop running. I'm like, are you kidding? Now's the chance to be <laughs> murdered. Have you ever experienced this? Of Why course. does it make me so angry? It just feels like I think it just goes back to the theme of like not being aware of your surroundings and who's around you and how like we're on a team together. And the thing that's I think especially annoying about that is that it's always, I mean, God forbid a million times, you know, she never even touched a situation close to this, but God forbid somebody hits a pedestrian who's walking. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if the pedestrian was doing the wrong thing. The vehicle is always to blame. So I think that's sort of where it comes from too, because you're like, well, I'm not going to move. I'm not even going to get anywhere near you because I don't want to kill you and I don't want to whatever. But like, I have to be more aware. And so I don't know, just like the social agreement should be like, I'm the person I'm going to walk as fast as I can. Oh, my God, the thing is turning green. Run, 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 run. And that's like the end of it. And I feel like everyone appreciates that. Like, even if you are towards the end and you do a little run, 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 I'm not like mad at that person. No, I'm like, maybe they needed to cross. At least they hustled. But if you're like not going to hustle and you want a nice mosey, like Abby Lane, whatever you call it, moment, then Abby Lane. Is that, oh, the Beatles? The Beatles, like, thing where they're, you know, 
Like, if that's what you want, then my friend, like, you're a candidate for going as soon as the thing starts, like before we even have the flash, when it's just the walking man, that's when you go. If you see the the hand, you wait. You got to pick a lane. You know what I mean? Yeah, it really just bugs me to not care. Because right. you can see, you can see when you're walking that now the light perpendicular is red. Right. Yeah, you so, can see. You know. And also like the stop thing stops before it turns green. So it's like stop walking and then like maybe like four seconds later. Yeah, there's no ambiguity to this. You know that you're being a dick. Right. Yeah. Oh, it makes me angry. Or you don't know you're being a dick. Like I think that that's what I'm feeling more and more is it's it's not like I know I'm being a dick. It's I'm so unaware. I'm so not present. Mm -hmm. It's not even on my wavelength. You know, I don't think that like these people are just moseying along. I really just think that they're in their own world and they're not thinking outside of their own immediate world. Well, it could be the two worlds, but I'm I'm hearing like if someone is like texting on their phone or if right. they look really preoccupied with their own thing. Right. That would occur to me as an opportunity to honk. Right. But I would not honk if it looks like someone is like, oh, I'm the queen of Merrill Street. So I'm just going to walk <laughs> as slow as I want. And I know that you're all stuck behind me because I'm the queen. That makes me yeah. like I guess enraged. maybe I just don't see the queen that much. Mm, interesting. Maybe, yeah. maybe there's like a difference on the coast. There might be. Also, Maybe. I think there is a difference on the coast because in LA, you can get a ticket. You can for get a ticket for jaywalking, so mm. it's not really a part of the culture, so to speak, to be just like crossing whenever you want. The city yes. is like a walking city so it's like the walkers rule the roost and maybe you're right now that i'm thinking about it it is more just like i'm gonna do what i want and even when i have like new york friends come to la it'll be a time where i know like i'm definitely not going and they'll start like running and i'm like girlfriend like i think of the classic i don't know what movie it is but the guy hitting the cabin he's like i'm walking here you know whereas in the midwest what's super interesting they'll stop they got green light ahead. They see a passenger trying to cross the road. They'll just stop. Go ahead. That makes no sense to me. Go ahead. I don't understand that. It, it wasn't like that in the South? People didn't walk in the South. <laughs> <laughs> I have, no, I don't. Oh I have no God. I have They just no drove through the drive throughs <sighs> Yeah. Mm, Sonic. <laughs> All right. That's my complaint. Enough on this topic. Oh, my God. I love it. Just everyone be aware. Okay. Yeah. And it, like if a huge vehicle can murder and kill you, why don't you just have some awareness and way. maybe don't consider yourself a queen in that situation, but definitely be a queen when it comes to reviews. Chelsea. Yeah. I think it's time for us to review that review. As you know, we are your trusty review queens. We bring in reviews from the internet that we feel need to be inspected. We read you a review, then we break it down and rate the impact of that review on a scale from zero to five crowns. It is a very regal process that we call... Assess that kvetch. That's right. And Chelsea, it's you this week. What have you brought in? Well, 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 Trey. It has been a while, hasn't it, since we have visited the site... AirbnbHell.com. Do you remember when we did that? The crazy yes. situation with the cliff? Yes, I do remember this. So I decided to do a little sleuthing and I found another review 
unfortunately, my least favorite part about this website is that it doesn't have a name. So we are going to have to name the person. Okay. The subject of the review, before we name them, is odd pet situation. Host expects guest to take care of dogs. (laughs) Oh, no. So... Should we call them Dr. Doolittle? We can call them Dr. Doolittle. I was thinking about titling this whole episode Doghouse. Doghouse. So maybe we can call them Doghouse. Okay. Okay, let's call them Doghouse, sure. So this is a one-star review from AirbnbHell.com, written by Doghouse. Okay. (laughs) Subject, odd pet situation, hosts expect guests to take care of dogs. Mm -mm. I will start off by saying that this Airbnb listing did not mention that pets were in the apartment. (laughs) So I was both shocked and pleasantly surprised. I like animals. When I saw two small dogs outside on the patio, they were puppies. I don't mind dogs, and I just thought that they belonged to the owner. It turns out the owner was a live-out owner, and no one owned the dogs. There was one guy who, I think, was supposed to look after the flat and the dogs and serve as the attendant for the Airbnb, but he was gone. Sometimes all day and most of the night. I don't know if this guy had a job, but while these dogs were getting food and water, they weren't getting walked and would consistently cry for attention. The neighbors would knock on the door and leave notes telling us that the dogs were crying. There were three adults in the apartment who gone for most of the day. These poor dogs were not getting the best care. The other tenant in the apartment and I offered to walk them, but they had no leashes. Oh my God. Cut to later in the week. Two people came into the flat to adopt one of the dogs. Okay. So the owner breeds dogs and then dumps them in the Airbnb until they can be adopted. That's a pretty shitty thing to do to the dogs. There were some other odd things about the place as well. The place looked like it was being lived in by someone else entirely. The kitchen had random family photos, none of which included the photos of the host. There were boxes full of stuff and luggage in the closets. The bathrooms were stocked with a whole bunch of half-used toiletries. It felt like a dumping ground, which someone never really moved out of. On top of that, the place was on the bottom of a massive building, which was under construction. I'm sure this isn't the worst experience, but it was odd and misleading from the photos and description. There was no transparency, and neither the random guy or the host ever explained what was up with the dog situation. <laughs> Doghouse. Okay, so I remember with Airbnb Hell. Yeah. Do they link to the listing? I know. I knew you were going to ask me that. No, there's no hyperlink, unfortunately. And I, I, you know, I did want to discuss that because I don't know how that affects reviewing the review because we can't, you know, we're not getting this from Airbnb. So it's not as if somebody's going to see it. I mean, it's a very upsetting review. Like, yeah. what, what is happening here? <laughs> 
it also took me a very long time to sort of figure out that it was an apartment with multiple units, like an apartment building. Right. Because yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. the neighbors and then it's sort of like the other, like I didn't understand what's happening. And then they like throw around the word flat. So it makes me think this is like in this the UK. Is like, yes, definitely. And then I like missed three sentences because I was like, what the fuck is a live out? What a... Like I was like wrapping right. my brain around. Well, the no, idea I think they were just live saying out. live out, like meaning you have live, live in hosts and live out hosts. So like this host, I mean, think about this situation, right? You go on Airbnb, you find a listing. It mentions nothing about anyone else inhabiting the space. You know, there's pictures, whatever. You see the photo of the host, and the first thing that you see are these like two puppies. I, I get it. Like, I would be both delighted because I love puppies, but also, like, who's taking care of these puppies and how, like, anxiety-inducing because it kind of makes you feel like, is somebody else here, right? Like, is somebody else going to walk in? Like, what is the story? And also, like, the dogs are being fed and watered by who? And then who is the random family? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it, it, like, made me think, first of all, like, those photos that are, like, staged inside of, like, right. picture frames when you buy them. <laughs> like, just, like, random families. Also, for a sake of clarity, yeah. this apartment, so the dogs are in a back patio. They were puppies. All right. Which also, like, you don't walk puppies. I don't know if, like, That's dog true. house didn't know that, but, like, that could be the reason why they didn't have a leash because puppies don't have all their shots so you don't just walk a puppy clearly these dogs are neglected that right. goes without that's saying. clear yes i mean the whole premise of this is so absurd like Crazy. it goes without saying like can you imagine checking into an airbnb and there's two fucking dogs right like what the fuck what the fuck this makes no sense to me it doesn't make sense. There's definitely some pieces from the narrative that I feel like are missing. The doghouse didn't do the best job at sort of leading the transition. You know, they're I saying agree. things like the attendant was not available, but sometimes available. So I want to know, like, did you confront them? Also, the neighbors, like now I'm understanding it's an apartment complex. Right. So right. it's like the neighbors like probably share a wall of the back yeah. patio. Yeah. So they are slipping I don't think notes. That the, for the record, I don't think that these dogs are like permanently on the back patio i think maybe there's like a dog door that takes them out to the back patio where they probably pee also how long was dog houses stay they didn't tell us see that's another thing because i'm wondering like god forbid yeah what if you rented this out and it slipped your mind that you put the two dogs on the patio right and forgot to get like I don't understand like I don't understand the whole narrative about this attendant who's there but isn't there and maybe has a job and then the and then oh yeah then they her. say so this was to, also doesn't make sense because first I'm like okay we're an apartment complex then they say there were three adults in the apartment who gone for most of the day right what is this a room in a like in an apartment in wait an apartment? maybe that maybe it is a room in an apartment which like in that case it's it's so weird but it's a little bit less weird because then you're like oh. i'm entering into like a four-bedroom apartment where one of the bedrooms they rent out as an airbnb and they happen maybe. to have dogs and they didn't mention it or they are, are like selling these puppies and they didn't mention it Wait, maybe it is that. Right. But then also, like, the neighbors are slipping notes. And then they say that the other person, neighbors, was saying, like, I would walk them. But then, like, I am so, there are so many critical details. Yeah, Dog that are House missing. Has left out. 
I think so. So if you're at the bottom and there's a lot of construction, like on the higher levels, is that what impact are you going to have? Well, they're not complaining about that. You know what I mean? They're just saying like... Just randomly mentioning it. They're just mentioning it, it sounds like. The real point of confusion for me is the random dog (laughs) and then the three other people living in the apartment. And is the random guy one of the three other roommates? Are they roommates? Wait, and then also this whole conversation about the family pictures and the half-used bathroom. Like, maybe it's a private bathroom in the bedroom. Like, you're renting out the primary bedroom ensuite or something. Yeah, I'm assuming... I'm so confused. Well, right. The, like, half-used lotion and toiletries, which it's like, if they're just renting a bedroom and there are three other adults living in the space, well, then that would make sense if they're like, sharing a bathroom. Right. You wouldn't an, think it was a dumping zone. Right. If there's other roommates. Right. But if they're... So maybe it's an ensuite. But if they're doing an ensuite, wouldn't I just think it's one of the other, quote-unquote, roommates' families? I'm confused. Mm, getting more and more confused as we go. But what is valuable, unique information here for me is like, you've got to do very, very good sleuthing. But I don't even know like how you would... Sleuth for this? Yeah, because Doghouse said like they didn't even say that there were animals, which that's crazy. Listen, it depends on how we're taking this review. I would think if I'm using this as uh, my recommendation, if I were to rent out an Airbnb, any Airbnb then it would be if I'm renting out a room in a, an apartment where other adults are living that me, and I want to know, I might say, are there any animals who live there? Even right. if it's not in the listing. And I'm also curious here, like if I found myself in this circumstance, would I feel responsible for calling like animal control? It, it's... I feel like the animals are endangered here. Like, this is like... I mean, I think that's what they're making us feel like on the one hand. And I don't mean to be insensitive because you know I love dogs. But I just don't know if I trust Doghouse 100%. Like, the dogs Mm. are getting fed. The dogs are drinking water. If they're out on the patio, then maybe there's like a grass patch out on the patio. And that's where they're going to the bathroom. And then, like, there are three other roommates. So, like, should two puppies, which, again, we don't know how old these puppies are. They're just referring to them as puppies. Your puppy through, I guess, like, age one, right? Should these puppies be left, you know, willy-nilly in the apartment, having the spaces in Airbnb where strangers are going to come in? No. But are they, like, in immediate danger to the degree that we're being told? I don't know. I just think it's more of a bizarre situation. And I just want more... Even though, like, they end the review by saying, like, the dog situation was never clarified. I just want more of, like, where is the, like, the urgency is, like, oh, these dogs aren't being taken care of. But I'm not feeling the urgency of, like, of course, like, I would want to know what is what's happening here. So do you think that Doghouse is being truthful or do you think they're being shady? I don't know. I mean, I think they're being truthful because it sounds like such a bizarre situation. Like, why would you lie? But I don't know if their truth is everybody's <laughs> truth. I don't well, know. Because I feel like they are being truthful. But can you be truthful if you're lying by omission? Like, I feel like... Right. I don't know. That's so the question. Much. And then what about spelling grammar? Just like that one error. Right. But, but like, that was kind of a critical point of the review. <laughs> because... Yes. And if we're missing so much of the narrative, yeah. like, do I consider that in spelling grammar? Oh, that's I don't interesting. Know. Yeah, I think that by the rules of like storytelling and. If I was grading this as an essay, 
I would say you're missing a chunk of the narrative. So yeah, then I guess in this case, if we're going to think about spelling and grammar as like English teachers grading it, low score. I'm really sitting on two sides here because I feel like if this is a single unit apartment, that is a much different circumstance than getting one of the rooms inside of a multi-bedroom apartment. Correct. Because then I don't necessarily think the dogs are your responsibility. Right. But if you're renting the room, you're technically renting the common space too, unless you're explicitly not, which then means if the back patio is attached to the living room, then like if you're going to be sitting in the like... it's this is very I would it's say this very is very strange. This is one of the most atypical reviews we've ever right? we've ever tackled on the show. I agree. Now are you entertained? I am. I just wish they would have shared it a little bit better. I don't know if I'm entertained or if I'm concerned. Yeah, but either way, I mean I think I'm I, ca- I caught up. Yes. Well, my energy is definitely different than it was before we started this review. So I definitely think we have to say like, it's captivating. I need to know what happened. I want to know more. I'm also frustrated because I feel like I don't know everything. I might take some crowns off for the irresponsibility of not linking to the post. The post. Yeah. All right. I think I'm ready to crown doghouse. Are you? I think I am too. Okay, let's do it. So Chelsea and I each have our own set of zero to five crown cards. In an effort to be fair and not influenced by one another, we will simultaneously reveal our rating. The queens are tabulating. The number one leading cause of pain after drinking is hangovers. Did you know that two thirds of the U.S. population suffer from hangovers? Did you also know that suffering is a thing of the past when you use Smart Patches? Smart Patches contains a scientifically formulated blend of vitamins, folic acid, minerals, antioxidants, and enzymes, which naturally aids your body in processing alcohol efficiently and effortlessly. Smart Patches are small, discreet, and comfortable to wear and fully water and sweatproof, designed to stay on while enjoying the pool, out in the sun, or during a workout. When you use our promo code QUEEN15, you get 15% off your purchase. So go ahead, try it today and put hangovers back in the 1950s with promo code QUEEN15 at smartpatches.com. Total score. Oh my goodness, two crowns, Whoa. two crowns. The queens are unanimous. I love when that happens. All right, Trey, you start us off. Why two crowns for doghouse? I mean, I almost said one crown, but even though I can't apply this to a specific listing, I don't think I it would have been my listing anyway because they say flat, which makes me think it's right. the UK. I've never been to the UK. so. But I think what I'm taking away from it is perhaps this is more proof of why like, I just want to do hotels. Totally. Because you just never know what someone is trying to conceal, especially in this online world that we live in today. I don't trust anybody. And th- But then I also think like, okay, so given what we are given, mm-hmm. what is the impact? And I do think the doghouse dropped the ball on a lot of occasions to where I can't really give them much more of a high percentage here. I need to know, is this a single room? Is this a private apartment? What's going on with the patio? You say they're small like puppies. Right. But like, who is the attendant? What do you mean the attendant has a job? Like, what? 
I don't there's know. A lot and of I questions. just I, there's so much confusion. I don't think I've ever felt this confused before. <laughs> and we're 111 episodes in. <laughs> so, Doghouse, you're doing pretty good work there. But ultimately the impact is like I just let me just like get a Hyatt or something. Yeah. Anyway, that's why I said two crowns. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely emotionally impacted <laughs> by this though. Chelsea, why did you say two crowns? That's exactly it. It's the emotional investment for me that the two crowns are coming from. Like, I'm glad I read the review because I think it's interesting. It definitely popped out for me like, oh, wow, this is a scenario that I've never heard of before. Right. So I think it's captivating. And that's where the two crowns are coming from. But also took away three crowns because if I were to write this as a short film, which I might, I have to fill in a lot of the gaps. Right. Yeah. And I do think the doghouse dropped the ball there, which is a huge portion of what Mm -hmm. I need to crown a review queen. So just two crowns for me. But interesting review. I I mean, baffling, baffling, baffling. Right? My dogs are barking. (laughs) My dogs are barking. Trey, I think we've reached the most regal portion of our show. (gasps) Who are you inducting for? My Royal Highness. All right. So as we have discussed on the show, in the recent past, HBO Max became Max. Max. So I spent a little time exploring the app to see like what's new, what's going on, like what's really murdered. It's all confusing to me. And in that, I found this very interesting documentary that was released in 2021. Mm -hmm. But I want to bring it to our audience because it really sort of unraveled a few things for me. And in our show where we sort of pick things apart and like rate things, it really like spun my mind a little bit about how consumed we are by social media. So this documentary is called 15 Minutes of Shame. I think I've watched that. All right. I actually was talking about it last week. No way. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Anyway, continue. All right. So 15 Minutes of Shame. This is like the little like one sentence synopsis. Monica Lewinsky and filmmaker Max Joseph, who is like the gray-haired guy from the TV show Catfish, examine the human price of public shaming and cyber harassment, profiling people who have experienced them firsthand while investigating the bullies, the bystanders, and experts in between. So I was sort of, you know, intrigued by the title, and I'm obsessed with Monica Lewinsky. I'm like so for that, like, what would I say? That re-examination of the rebranding what was done to her, <laughs> yes. and you know, like how that we're we finally all... waking up to the point the the fact that we just slut shamed this yes. poor young girl, and also how like I just remember when that TED talk came out, yes, and I that and then too. that like Vanity Fair article or some article came out, and she was talking about the Beyonce lyric, "He Monica Lewinsky'd all on my gown or dress or whatever oh, wow. the lyric is." And Monica Lewinsky is like, if you want to be like correct about it, it would be Bill Clinton on the gown, (laughs) which is like so true because somehow the whole story turned into like her as the bad person, Right. which anyway, it's a little aside the point, but obviously Monica Lewinsky comes to this documentary with the experience of being technically the prototype of what it was to be villainized. Like public enemy number one in this world of the internet because they released the Ken Starr investigation onto the internet. So anyway, the documentary follows like five different people who had 
have been um, publicly ostracized. And like or, many of them you probably know or you've heard. Yes, that you've heard of cancel culture. Yeah. And two of them explicitly have been cleared of it was all a misunderstanding or it was a miscontortion of the truth. But because it, this was released in 2021, the cases feel very close to us. Like, 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 like you're saying, like, you know them. It's yeah. not like this was 15 years ago or that this was Monica Lewinsky. It's like, yeah, like there's oh, stories you heard and you have a narrative and you've been at a party yes. and you've spoken the narrative and you've like been a contributing factor in the misinformation and the canceling of this individual. So like on the surface level, it really is examining like what is the impact of cultivating a culture where we don't see the humanity in people and we don't see nuance. And And there's like not the presumption of innocence or not the presumption of like maybe this is misinformation. And I think the documentary does a really great job of interviewing true PhD level experts on what human conditioning is, what social media psychology is. They do a really compelling job in presenting where are we heading in a culture that piles on without any supporting evidence. And it really shook me. And the whole title, 15 Minutes of Shame is sort of a play on the fact that Andy Warhol said, in the future, everyone will have 15 minutes of fame. And then the flip of that is everyone will have 15 minutes of amenity. Because now we're all just on the internet and our lives are exposed, like our babies are exposed from like inception. So anyway... I would highly implore you this this entire episode has been a little serious but I would implore you if you're interested it's not like a depressing documentary it's just a really insightful sort of examining of how do you contribute to like where we're headed yeah. in this culture that's just feeding animosity and resentment and we just all want an enemy I mean yeah. it's just really fascinating and kudos to Monica Lewinsky and Max Joseph because it was really compelling. I haven't been able to stop thinking about it and I watched it several days ago. But anyway, I watched it several years ago. I watched it when it first came out and I was literally talking about it last week. That's crazy. Yeah. So I must induct 15 minutes of shame. You can watch it on Max. And for that reason, you are my Royal Highness this week. Wow. Great induction, Trey. Very, very good. Thank you. Well, that's it. That's been our 15 minutes of shame. We did it, Queen. Another (laughs) round on the RUARQ Ferris Wheel of Look at Those Puppies. Thank you for joining us today. Woof, woof. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend. If you did not like what you heard, please tell an enemy. To support the production of our show, visit reviewthatreview.com slash donate. Hit up our voice mailbox at 1-850-REVIEW-0. Join our mailing list at reviewthatreview.com. Follow us on all of the socials at The Review Queens. I'm at Chelsea BD. And I am at Trey Gerald. On this week's After Show Pod, Chelsea Dawn and Trey Gerald are going to be rating and reviewing a five-star review from Amazon for Richelle Nana. What? Women's platform lace up stiletto, high heels, knee high boots. It's super califragilistic, expialidocious. Get ready to strap those on. Okay. To kinky. find out what made Chelsea say.
black shorts and I think I'm seeing a bulge mm-hmm. um, over there in the corner. Significant bulge. Good for you. And find out what made Trey say. And so then we just started making jokes about how like we were going to be murdered. Then you got to join us on Patreon at ReviewThatReview.com slash Patreon to hear our weekly after show companion podcast. And remember, ignore the haters. You're a queen. Gender non-specific queen. That's right. Bye. Bye. Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Dawn with editing and sound design by me with voice of her talents by Eva Kamensky. Our cover art was designed by Logo Vora and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. It's interesting because I feel like the theme of this episode was sort of like fake news. Like is Doghouse fake news? I'm. Is Doghouse so con- the victim or is Doghouse the perpetrator? I'm so worried about those dogs. I'm still worried about the dogs. The dogs are the victims at the end of the day. Yes. Yeah.